There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. The Kakadu Plum is an Australian native superfood containing 100 times more vitamin C than oranges. So why have you never heard of it? PR. No one's drinking a Kakadu smoothie? I'm JB Smooth, and that was a full episode of my new podcast, Straightforward. Inspired by guaranteed straightforward pricing from AT&T Fiber. Get what you want without the complicated. AT&T Fiber, live like a gigillionaire. Available wherever you get your podcast. Limited availability in select areas. Visit at slash hypergig for details. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Hey, history fans. Here's a rerun for today, brought to you by Tracy V. Wilson. We hope it makes previous episodes for this date easier to find in the feed. Welcome to this day in history class from HowStuffWorks.com and from the desk of Stuff You Missed in History Class. It's the show where we explore the past one day at a time with a quick look at what happened today in history. Hello and welcome to the podcast. I'm Tracy V. Wilson, and I'd like to thank Christopher Hasiotis for filling in for me for the previous seven episodes. Today is December 17th, and December 17th marks the beginning of Saturnalia, Although we don't know exactly what year the ancient Romans observed Saturnalia for the first time. This was, though, a very popular Roman holiday honoring the god Saturn. It was probably the most popular of all the Roman festivals. And one of the things that Saturn was associated with was agriculture, both sowing and harvesting. And this festival happened at the end of the autumn harvest and the beginning of the winter planting cycle. Originally, this was just a single-day observance on the 17th. And by the reign of Emperor Augustus, which lasted from 27 BCE until he died in 14 CE, it had become a two-day event. People had been celebrating it at that point for at least 200 years. Over time, Saturnalia got longer and longer and more elaborate. It started overlapping the winter solstice. It was lasting for seven entire days, although some emperors tried to rein it in a little bit. 
cut it down to maybe a more manageable five days instead of seven. This was not just a time for drinking and feasting. People shut down their businesses, including for this entire seven-day stretch. They took a break from all their work. Various codes of proper behavior became more and more relaxed. For example, people were allowed to gamble, which wasn't acceptable in a lot of other circumstances. Enslaved people were temporarily given more freedoms. And some folks have made connections to today's observances of Mardi Gras in terms of what the atmosphere was like. There was a lot of partying and revelry. At the end of this festival, there was also a presentation of gifts, usually of candles and of wax figures and wax models of fruit. People also decorated their homes with greenery. The statue of Saturn in his temple in Rome was typically bound with woolen rope, but during Saturnalia, those bonds would be cut during the festival. Saturnalia continued to be observed after the Emperor Constantine converted to Christianity, which happened in the year 312. That made the Roman Empire at least officially a Christian empire. But pagan religions did continue to be observed, and pagan observances continued to happen. So for a time, Christian holidays and pagan holidays and and festivals were really being observed at the same time. So a lot of people point to Saturnalia as the origin point for Christmas in the Western church, and including both the date that it's celebrated and some of the traditions involved in celebrating it. And this, I mean, it makes a lot of logical sense. Saturnalia and Christmas were both being observed in the Roman Empire because of the shifting of Saturnalia and the lengthening of it that put it right up against December 25th. But there were also other pagan celebrations happening on the 25th of December as well, some of them with closer parallels to Christianity than Saturnalia had. The Roman civic holiday of Sol Invicta was also observed on December 25th, and the cult of Mithras celebrated the birth of their god on December 25th. And the story of the birth of Mithras has a lot of parallels to the story of the birth of Jesus Christ. So while Saturnalia may have had some influence on the timing of Christmas or some Christmas traditions, especially in the Western church, it's also really likely that other celebrations happening in the early centuries of the religion played their own part as well. You can learn a little bit more about Saturnalia in the December 23rd, 2009 episode of Stuff You Missed in History Class. Thanks very much to Casey Pegram and Chandler Mays for their audio work on this show. You can subscribe to the Stay in History class on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, the iHeartRadio app, and wherever else you get your podcasts. You can tune in tomorrow for a discovery, if you could call it that. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! 
Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is Ashley Iconetti from the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous podcast. Tennessee just sounds perfect. Whether that's live music, the crack of a campfire, or kids laughing on an adventure. To start planning your trip, visit tnvacation.com. Tennessee, sounds perfect. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network work.